Perth. Is my writing getting better? No. It's not? No. I should have been a doctor then with my legible handwriting. Is that right? Or Maybe. Smart enough to be a doctor. I <coughs> you reckon? I, I could have could have gone in that direction in my career. In my career. Yeah. I would have, I reckon if I had a... Back when you went to school, did they have a TER? Uh, yeah, yeah, they had. Oh, no, it was, it, it was, it was, yeah, they did. They had like a, you had to have, I think, a... The TR, but it wasn't called the TR. It was called yeah. like a, a percentage breakdown. You had to have a, a certain. You had to have eighty to get this, and seventy five percent to get this. And Wait, what'd you get? I think I was seventy six percent. Seventy six. Okay. Yeah, not bad, yeah. yeah, pretty good, mate. Not I was a, I was pretty studious. I was okay. I wasn't. No, I was not. Where did you go to high school? Wasn't it? Wasn't, woy wasn't woy. in Queensland, was it? Uh, Griffith High for a couple of years, and then Woi Woi High. Okay. Yeah, so you're Central Coast boy, eh? Coasty. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't realise that about you, Trev. Thanks, mate. <laughs> There's a lot to learn. I'm going on the Central Coast this weekend, as a matter of fact. There's a lot to learn. About the Central Coast? No, about me. About me. Yeah, you're a, you're a mystery wrapped in a riddle. You're a real enigma. <laughs> mystery wrapped in a riddle. You've... <laughs> Did you want to do a show? Or... Let's go. Okay. I'm ready. I'm still recovering from the fact that you think you could be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, doctor. Dr. Uggs. Get it? <laughs> think about it. Drugs. <laughs> he got it. I'm going to call you Teddy 10 minutes. It takes you 10 minutes to get it. Is that all right? Or? Mate, you know what? That's what I call. If, if I see someone I who I think is a little bit out of your go and I call them Dr. Oaks. I, I think I've gone blind. I think I need glasses. Why? Seriously? I'm starting to struggle in the, in, the, really? in the first foot. Serious? Have you had an eye test? No. Get it done, mate. Oh, mate, it's only happened in the last few days. Get it done. But like, do you, you know, know what happened? Do you know why I'm that pretty, happens? I'm pretty confident I used to be able to go like this. Like, what, are the, what would that be, 25 centimetres away from my face? Yeah. With the phone? And now I'm having to go a bit like that. Really? 35. It's 10 centimetre. Is it, what's the history of optics in your family? Is I, don't, a, I don't know anything about your family. Do any of your brothers and sisters wear glasses? No, I don't think so. When I say think, I mean that's as much as I've got. Okay. Because, you know, you either need... Me, I was I was short-sighted. Oh, that's right. You had the then I had, I had the laser surgery. Like, short-sighted, you know, what does that mean? Short-sighted means I can't see far away. Okay. And I had the laser surgery. Yeah, I'm, I'm 20, 20. I'm spotting rabbits. There you go. You're spotting, you're spotting dimes, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, they, weren't the they squirrels? Weren't they squirrels? You were spotting squirrels. Squirrels, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. They were, they were, they were, the side, they were posts, so I didn't have the heart to tell you. <laughs> but then he saw the dime across the room. Yeah, because he put it. Yeah, because he thought Jerry's girlfriend was making out with his with um, what's his cousin's name? Yeah, you know um, yeah, Uncle um, Leo's Uncle son. Leo, but it was a horse. Yeah, I know. But what was his son's? What's the cousin? Uncle what's Leo his cousin? Cousin. Oh, what's this going to kill me? That not knowing that. Yeah, he used to work in the parks department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, what's his wanna, name? Do you want to look it up? <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, no, it's I'll, really going to bug you. I might Google it. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Let's uh, let's get kick it off, show. mate. Kick okay. it off while I Google this. Now it's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 353. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We'll tell you more about them shortly. Travel along with you from EFTM.com and joining Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au in the Tech Guide Theatre. Theatre? 
How are you, mate? I'm going well. well great to be. On great to see of, you here. Scale of one to ten. Mate, I'm a solid eight, I reckon. You were very angry all solid eight. No, I wasn't. I just don't like to be kept waiting, mate. <laughs> I don't like to be kept waiting, especially by you. <laughs> That's what makes... I'm thinking, what? I'm sitting out here like an idiot, waiting because Trevor can't shut his mouth. Hurry up and finish. We're talking about... We had meetings back-to-back with the same people. Yeah. And because and we live separate lives, contrary to the belief yeah. of many people who think we are... Yeah, a lot of people think we're married. Hip, yeah, yeah. Um, I had no idea you were coming. You had no idea no. I was going to be there. And um, and I said, look, I'm here. And she said, oh, we're just just, just finishing up with Trevor. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> so my 12.15 passed, 12.20, 12.25, I'm thinking... I wasn't given a time on, frame. Mate. What? Like, I, I had a one o'clock meeting after that. Oh, you poor so Did you make the one o'clock? I was one minute late. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, but then the pe- then the other people in that session were twenty minutes late, so it was you know. Wait, so you were you were kept waiting twenty minutes? Yeah, when oh, I got there, filthy. So we can't we couldn't start till certain other people arrived. So, oh, you were at the other thing down the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I went That's to that earlier. Okay. Well, oh, so crazy. you did it first, and then did this other? Oh, yeah. right. Jeez, they're juggling us around. Aren't they? <laughs> they're basically keeping us apart. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's irrelevant to anyone. Because you know I was due. I wasn't seriously You angry. seemed very angry. I wasn't, mate. You seemed angry. I was not. It was funny angry. It was a funny angry? Yeah. Okay, all right. I was worried about you. <laughs> that's why I ran I'm out good. of the door. I'm good. Okay, very good. It'd be good if you checked your messages too. Mate, you did, you I was did in ask. a meeting. Yeah. I kept my phone. I'm, I'm trying to be really good about that. Okay. Just, just be... You be, some- be be in the be present in the moment, and you, and and so I applaud you for that. But have you got have you checked your stats on iOS twelve? Are, are they um, how are they doing? Let's do it right now. How are live they doing? on the I don't know. If, I hope screen time's on because it turned off a couple of times when I um when I like upgraded and stuff. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, so uh, today we're looking at the screen time in the new iOS twelve beta. Because um, I just realised this isn't the pre-show. This is the actual show. So we should this keep is the it show, spicy. Yeah. Um, screen time for the iPhone 10, three, three hours 47. Number of pickups per hour. Uh, actually, it's not bad. 10 pickups per hour. I'm still trying to find it in the settings. Here it is. Okay, right. Well, <laughs> here it is. Um, where's the one that... Oh, they've changed it. It doesn't tell you how often you pick up the phone. They've changed it, mate. It used to say, because it now says total pickups, but it doesn't say... Pickups per okay. like you used to say I'd pick up the phone once every. What X was your of What were your pickups per hour? Uh, hang on. So are you on seven days or today? I'm on uh, today ten today, per hour. Today six per hour. Oh, well, Total pickups one hundred three. One fifty three. Okay. What? What? How many? What's your screen time? Uh, screen time today three hours forty seven. Screen time last <laughs> what? It's one hour thirty seven. Screen me. time last seventeen seven days. minutes below average. Screen time last seven days. Go up top. Go up top. It's last seven days. Right up top. Okay, per day, three hours, 16. Per day, two hours, four. Okay, uh, most used app over seven days? Instagram. Twitter. Oh, by two minutes. Twitter, two hours, 51. Instagram, two hours, 49. Twitter didn't even make my top five this week. Inbox, as in mail, hour, 55. WhatsApp, an hour, 26. Pickups, what were your pickups per day? 148. And we talk about your phone too. <laughs> I was one much bigger number, eh, If I was out there on the, on the prowl, <laughs> I'm out there, Jerry. I'm one, loving every minute of it. 119 per day. Yeah, total you, pickup. What were your total? Total pickups 1,038 over the course you, of a week. You got a problem? I don't have a problem. I'm 835 oh. notifications. Mate, Yours would be thousands. 1,393. 571. <clears throat> yeah. Look, 
Yeah, I live life on my terms, Trev, not on the phone's terms. Yeah, but okay? hang on. Let's just get that clear. There's something missing from that whole <laughs> debate, which is how much time you're at your desk versus yeah, exactly, away. Exactly right. You know, like yeah. if you're at your desk, you don't that use your phone as much. That could affect it totally. Like if you've got like, there are days when I'm out the door at eight thirty and not home till six. Then yeah. of course it's I'm going to be smashing the phone. Yeah, yeah. But there are other days where I've got one meeting or no meetings and I'm home yeah. all day or just wherever. But I'll be honest, it is something I've I've no, I've glanced at and noted yeah. and I I am mindful of it. So I people think that it's just some silly thing in the background. I think that little reminder is going to be useful over the course of the weeks. But like like everything too, I think you can't like say for example you wanted to lose weight, right? You need to find your to starting say? point. No, I'm just asking just as an example, okay? If you want to say, right, I want to get fit, I want to lose weight, you need to know your starting yeah. point. Yeah. You've got to have some kind yeah, of – you've got to know I've, where you're at. I've been working very hard for the last 10 years to establish that starting point. Weight-wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? So you know your baseline. So, right, this is what I, where I'm at. This is where I want to be. I think screen time is a little bit like that where for some people it, they may be surprising. Geez, I didn't realise I picked up my phone that many times. Yeah. So it's good to know – where you're at. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, so iOS 12 will be out uh, in a couple of months uh, for all iPhones, going back to like the iPhone 5-ish. Um, so that'll be a really handy feature, and we look forward to hearing from other people later in the year. If you have got the iOS beta, uh, send us a tweet, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy, let us know your screen time. But let's get cracking on the show. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, Stephen, there is a yep. lot of telco news to get through this week. Um, Very much. I don't even know where to start. But let's start with Telstra. Um, Telstra have, you know, about a month ago, was yeah, it was about a month ago, they um, they announced that they had a new strategy. The new strategy would involve a, a loss of a large number of jobs in the business, uh, a lot of middle managers, um, a change to their company structure, a whole bunch of things. But they also talked about, what have you got? What do you look? What do you Google? Je- Seinfeld's cousin's name is Jeffrey. 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 Okay, you yeah. poor, simple, tragic. I did. Well, I, I, I told you I'd get the news, get the information for you. Okay, cheers. But you're right. Yeah, Telstra um, a month ago. They, yeah. they announced this new strategy, T22, as in Telstra through to 2022, the changes yep. they're going to make. And one of the things at the time of the announcement was we're going to make our plan simpler. They said they had something like 1,800 to 2,000 plans. Can you believe that? Was it that, that much? Yeah. Or 180? No, it was lots. What? Yep. That's and they're going to bring it down to something like 20. That's serious weight loss right there. That is, that's, that's big time. Yep. And they've announced those plans this week. Uh, for the for the you know consumer and business plans in mobile, um, and essentially, I mean they have. It feels to me like there's not less plans. I'll be honest because they've still got the kind of small, medium, large approach. But I think it's the the um, the offshoot to these plans that might no longer exist. But um, I think what they've done is the other thing they wanted to end bill shock, and that's their big headline here is they want to end bill shock. Didn't so, they announce that? They announced that a month ago, didn't they? They were going to cut out excess data. That's right. They but, said but they so. They prefaced that they a month ago. They didn't talk about how it would occur. Yeah, yeah, right. And so now we know. And the, the headline here is, no more Bill Shock, but the asterisk is, asterisk. if you choose. If you choose. Yes. So when you sign up to a plan now, let's just go with the small $59 plan. You say, Telstra, I want to be with you. I want to pay $59 a month, and I only want to get three gig of data because that is an outrageously small amount of data. Yeah, but that's, that's on the lease plan. So that's, that's with the phone too, isn't it? Yeah, that, that but one. that's what most people do is yeah, they get yeah, a phone, right? They're yeah. on a contract, they get a phone. Yeah. Um, and then they say to you, okay, 59 bucks, no worries. They say, would you like to pay an extra $10 a month for peace of mind? Peace of mind. And peace of mind means when you get to the end of your three gig, you can keep using the phone, but it'll be slowed down to 1.5 megabits per second. So instead of getting charged per extra gig, you, you choose. Yep. you use and it's well, it's essentially which is essentially what those unlimited plans were yeah. before they got in trouble from the ACCC. 
But you've got to choose. You've got to say, I want to pay the $10 a month. If yeah. you don't, if you opt out of that, then you ask charge $10 a month per gigabyte of excess data. Which you use at full speed. Which you use at full speed, yeah. which is exactly what you have today. Right. I just don't know that everyone's going to even bother because most people are going to go. And I've spoken to people at Telstra stores. People aren't signing up. Yeah. People are going, yeah, no thanks. For peace of mind data. No thanks. I don't want that. Because people don't ever think they're going to use more than yeah. what they've got. Yeah. People go, oh, three gig, that's heaps. Yeah, but they can't. You can't anticipate what's going to happen there. Like there may be some weeks where, especially if you're running a three gig, like come on, I'm thinking if you're using the, those other plans, 15, 30, 60 gig, like you're never going to go over that unless you're streaming YouTube 24-7 or downloading lots of stuff. Mate, there's people that do it, but I yeah. think in the end the challenge for me is... Have whether- you ever done it? Uh, Have you ever gone over no, your data cap? Never gone over my data cap. I haven't come close to it. Even no. when it was like but that's, 10 gig, with respect, 12 gig that's and all because that. we're a bit more savvy and we have found plans that give us 20 and 30 and 40 gigabytes yeah. of data. Plus we use a lot of Wi-Fi. Yeah, but I, I just think, mate, I think the problem is there's a bunch of people who just sign up and assume it's going to be okay and don't yeah. actually check their usage and know what they need. And, and plus too, like we've seen in the past where customers, say for example, two years ago you signed up for the iPhone 7, right? So it's two years in now. Imagine how much your data usage has increased in that oh. two years. People think, oh, three gig, that's heaps. In in two years' time, 18 months where you've got six months to go, you're going to be thinking, wow, I'm struggling here. But that's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine signing up to three gig now. In 2020, you think you're going to still need three gig? That's madness. But can you can you add it on later, or you have to do it at the start? The peace of mind. Oh, yeah. it doesn't say. I would guess you can. I would guess can you, you can call it? up and add it on. Um, look, unlimited calls and texts across the range, which is great. I, I admire that and I respect that. Everyone gets that. Their though. international stuff is not bad for people wanting to call out of Australia, but it's still rubbish for you people that want to roam. But let's not forget yeah. that they have also launched an unlimited plan. Now they got in trouble from the ACCC about calling it unlimited. Yeah, but this thing. Genuine unlimited. Truly unlimited. Knock yourself no out. No asterisks. Full speed. Yeah. The only asterisk is in the normal terms and conditions. It is, you know, fair use policy. Like, so if you're, if you're a complete, like if you are insane, <laughs> like if you yeah. start using a terabyte a month, they will call you and say, I'm sorry, you, you're right. taking the mickey. Well, I'll ask you a question, right? Yeah. If you bought the unlimited plan from Telstra, mm. you live in a good reception area. Yeah. Do you reckon you could get out, get away with streaming Netflix for your month, for the month? Would that put you over the top, you reckon? No, I think that'd be fine. Would that be okay? Yeah. You wouldn't use a terabyte of stuff on Netflix, I think would there you? would be people that use the 199 because they don't want to have home internet. Yeah. Yeah, I think there will be. Or Because there is a roaming component, but, but, is it? 10 gig of roaming data. Yeah, yeah. But I think there are also some um, asterisks in the um, you know uh, critical information summary that yeah, has yeah. to be provided. There is, there's yeah. reports that it can't be shared. With you know shared plans, but also it can't, therefore can it be tethered? What like those kind of you questions? You can't tether it. You not, have to be able to tether it. Not confirmed. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Come on, that's the question. Come on, Telstra. There were people that have looked but, at the critical critical information summary and seen that there is there's asterisks or there's there's uh, like caveats around sharing, and people wonder whether or not that that applies to tethering and hotspotting. Honestly, I, I was assuming that sharing meant you can't have like a family plan on yeah. that plan, yeah. but. That, that that to me would be ideal for the customer who would want a phone plan and rather than getting a separate data plan for a, with a dongle, mm. they just get that. So have one, all in one. Mate, we have to wait and see. I, I'd be very, very doubtful that that would ban tethering on that plan. Very doubtful. If I'd anyone be, else I'd be knows, 50-50 let, on it. No, that'd be outrageous if you couldn't tether. Tether one device at a time. 
Yeah. That would be normal usage, wouldn't it? Like, I can do that on my plan yeah. that I pay way less than that a month. Yeah, who knows? But, yeah. you know, look, I, I, I admire the the simplicity of the plans. I do yeah. think they're simple, and they said Definitely. they were going to be simple. Definitely. Uh, I admire the approach to the peace of mind, but I just don't think people will pay it. It's still technically an excess data charge, isn't it? Well, it is. <laughs> it's technically it, an Well, it's an extra charge to get excess data. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel... But it's it's got your back, though, like, because it's it's capped. It's You're not going to... It's a little bit of a safety net because you're, you're restricted in speed and you're not going to pay more than 10 bucks extra. Like, wouldn't they have just been better off going, we'll call it, instead of 59, we'll call it 65 and include it? Like, just cop the extra. But then they can't say they're not going to charge excess data. They want that marketing point where they say we're not charging. No, but then, excess but data. that's what I'm saying. And then include it so they're not charging excess data. Full stop. Never. Yeah. Okay. Why oh, would so, you include it in the so plan? the component would be the uh, so I see so it's slightly more expensive and includes your the peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, not a bad point. And your option is to actually opt out out of it and and get the ten and make it cheaper ten dollars per gigabyte. Okay. Maybe. I hope Telstra's listening. Andy Penn, fan of the show. Is he a listening? big fan, mate. Good Big, on you, Andy. Like, Shout out the number to of Andy. messages I've received, which I mean, he does. Ex- <laughs> from Andy, he does exclude you from those messages, but that's for other reasons that yeah, um, okay, we can't talk mate, about okay. for legal reasons. <laughs> um, remember that incident you had with him? What incident? I'm joking. Yeah, get on your way. Um, thinking of someone else. Yeah. I'm just sorry. I'm just reading. You're reading the yeah. I thought I'd quickly check. Monthly data. All data is not shareable. All data is not shareable. But I and think expires share- at the end of the month. Shareable would mean other people can access it. So it's not a family plan. Yeah, There's no, no mention right. of the word Other tethering. places it talks about other shared yeah. with other services on your account. You can't share devices between other plans on the same account. So, Oh, shared other services. Does that mean you can't use your Telstra TV account with it then? But look at that. Monthly data domestic. This is, like, this is the, yeah. the point. All data is not shareable and expires at the end of the month. Data is for personal use in a smartphone and for use in Australia. Our fair play policy applies. I reckon that's as vague as all hell. Yeah. I reckon that's vague, too vague. Okay. Should we ask for a couple of SIM cards to test it out or? Just smash it. A couple of unlimited SIM cards? Just, just smash it. Which is, well, we should, you know what we should do? Here's this for an idea, right? Okay. Let's we ask Telstra, give each of the two blokes a unlimited SIM card and see which one of us can use the most data in a month. See how much we can rack up on a, on the unlimited on the Telstra network. Do you reckon they'd go for that? Should we contact our mate Matthew Wu to tee it up for us, or the Wooster Wu three chunk? Wo- <laughs> Let's make it happen. Would that be would that be uh, worthwhile? Mate? You're challenging me to rip well, through data, mate. It wouldn't for you. It, you'd do it in your sleep, but it'd be interesting what are you to see. To say? No, you use a lot. You use more data. You look look at your stats, mate. You're I on think the phone. You might use you're, more you're, data you've got than problems. me. <laughs> you reckon I use more data than you? Yeah. Maybe, and you're on the phone longer than me, I guess. Yeah, that can. Yeah. That, well, let's let's put it to the test. Let's see. We'll we'll do some, mm. make some calls, see if we can get that happening. All right. So the other announcement this week, which is in part similar, was yep. Vodafone. Now, Vodafone Voda. uh, already have kind of a new approach to plans. There's no contracts and those kind of things. Yeah. But what they've done is launch a thing here in Australia, which has been launched overseas already, and it's called the Vodafone Pass. Pass. Now, it applies to their Vodafone Red plans, not their Red Plus plans. So essentially, it doesn't apply to their um, to their unlimited plans, you know, the ones that yep. taper off. In so this, this is for the 35, 45, and 60 old plans. Yep. Um, which already include a significant amount of data. Yeah, massive, massive amount so, of data. Yeah. Massive amount of data. So let me get this clear, right? The passes, which you're going to explain in a sec, mm. uh, for social media, yep. music, what else is it? Chatting, video and chat. Video. So 
if I say I've got fifty-five gig of data on the sixty-five, what, what's the top plan there? Sixty-five dollars, sixty dollars comes with fifty-five gig of data. If I choose one of these passes, does that mean that every time I access Facebook or Instagram, it's, through the it's, entire it's month, limited at one point five megabits yes, per second? Yes. Even if I've got data to spare. Yes. Yes. To conserve my yes main bit of data. Correct. Why? Because you. What about if I want to go faster with Facebook? I wouldn't get the pass. You make, yeah. That just seems. I can understand. I don't get it. I'll be honest. At a lower, if you got, if you didn't have that much data, then yeah, good go for your life. But say say you're on a you're on a plan that's only got what's the lowest plan that's only got five gig of data. Yeah, so this makes I can understand that happening. Thirty-five. But I I don't think this is for the sixty-dollar plan. I think this is for the thirty-five. So you're on thirty-five dollar plan. Hang on, Matt. I'm going to stop you there because if you pay an extra ten dollars for your pass, you might as well pay an extra ten dollars to go to the next plan up and you get 30 gig of data. Can you see see how that's a little bit... Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, I don't see, get like, it. That's it. See, $35, 5 gig. Pay an extra 10 bucks, which is the price of uh, two two of the passes. So you pay $10 for social pass, $10 for music pass. If you decided Imagine paying to 15 bucks that, for video and getting it at 1.5 meg. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is... I understand that they've... This is available in other countries, and our Australian behaviour would be similar. But pay the extra fifteen, and you might as well get a like pay more for for a better plan instead of just the pass. Unless the network allows you at that speed, it still works okay. Yeah, mate. Or or is it meant to be used? My understanding is it only with the is it with the SIM only plans? No. Or can you use it with the other plans? You that can have got use lot, it with the other data? plans. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the thirty five dollar a month, two gigabyte data. You take that. Did 40, I confuse you then? Forty. Yeah, I'm totally confused. <laughs> forty five dollars a month, fifteen gig of data. So yep. you can see there's some incentive there to say right. You're on the thirty five. Um, oh, look, you're right. I don't know why you because the chat pass. But the, mean, what, much, you're, the plans you're looking at though are for to include with the phone, aren't they? Yeah, it doesn't matter though. It's yeah. still it's still plans that include the, uh, yep. uh, you know, the the, the pass. Yeah. Um, the sim only plans. I'll check, but I'm not sure. Yeah, they include it as well. Yeah. So five and thirty um, gigabytes of data. You're you're right. If you're on the thirty five dollar a month plan, pay why extra, pay an extra ten and get the better thirty gig of data? Yeah. I mean, and frankly, the five dollar chat, well, the chat pass. Yeah. Whose who's chat is their problem? Yeah. Like, who whose chat is taking up data usage? Exactly. Unless, I they're, mean, unless they're doing a lot of video chat. Well, no, well, let me... I mean, I don't... I but, don't even, but even on the video chat, like, you could use... Does Messenger have video chat? Yeah, absolutely. And Viber does, eh? So but, WhatsApp, you could... That, a lot of, I know a lot of people hammer that. Um, Social Pass, you've got Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat, I know that uses a ton of data. Um, music pass. You notice the the one that's conspicuous by its absence in that column, mate. Yeah, Apple Music. Apple Music, not yeah. there. But also the video pass. You've got all the big ones covered: Netflix, Stan, and Prime Video, and that's fifteen dollars a month. So, okay, this is interesting, bucks. right? Here, here, let's look at this, right? The chat pass. Yeah. Like, I'm a pretty heavy WhatsApp user. I don't think I'm the heaviest on the, on the planet. Seven hundred and sixty-six meg. That's in a month. In the last month. In the, or last, the last seven month. days. So nearly a gig. Really? In if a month? I, if I was on the $35 plan... That's a fifth of your plan. It'd be a big part of my plan. Okay. So for 5 bucks a month, just to exclude all of that, but still still only be paying 40 bucks. And Twitter's included. How much have you used on Twitter? Oh, Jesus. And Instagram. I mean, what? No, it no, 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 no,
No, but See, there's a social pass too, though. I know, but that's, that's, that's 10 bucks a month. Uh-huh. That's stupid. If I'm on the $35 <laughs> plan, I'm going to pay, take the 40 Exactly. Yeah, I don't get it. I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, you know what? It, wh- Instagram, what, what, 12 what gigabytes. Really? On Insta. Jeez. 12 well, gigabytes Well, there you are. You've, done, you've done your dough then off you're on the $35 mm. plan. 4.7 gigabytes on Twitter. <laughs> Not 1.9 gig on Facebook. That's outrageous. You've got a problem. You've got serious problems. There's something wrong with this calculation. Current period, 97.7 so gigabytes. Those stats, were they on in screen time you use that? No, 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 just under mobile. You just got okay. your settings mobile. It's a very, uh, very good podcast, don't you reckon? It is, just, yeah. It's just fascinating. Talking amongst, talking amongst ourselves. Cellular, you mean, not mobile. Yeah. Where are you? No, no, mine says mobile. Mine says cellular. Yeah, well, different. Well, that's interesting. Why is that? I don't know. Can yeah, you go back again? Mobile. Look at that. Ooh, interesting. Have you got True Tone on? Uh, I turn mine off. I don't think we're at. But my, why does mine say cellular and yours says mobile? <sighs> I must have an American iPhone. No, I don't know. It's a, I think it's a carrier settings it's thing because all of that is... Dic- but I'm the same carrier as you, mate. I know, that's what I'm wondering whether you've got different carrier settings. Okay, just for the poor, poor, simple <laughs> listener, go <laughs> settings, services. general, go back. Go, no, go back, yeah. settings, general, Yep. and then go about... About right now, scroll down uh, to service provider. No, it's up the top. So, uh, so what the hell are you? Name, network, service carrier. See, mine says service provider. It's Vodafone thirty-two point five point ten. They're the same. 32.5%. Well, mine says carrier, and yours says service provider. We've got the same version. Wow, this is full on. This is crazy, this folks. Is conspiracy theory. What's going on here? Interesting. My, wow! This Tell is... us, for those of you riveted by this conversation, can you look if at you're if you're an us? iPhone user and haven't fallen asleep at the wheel or anything, <laughs> go into your settings and tell us what you have. Like in the settings, so go to settings, and in, in the top section where it says Airplane Mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, share a on, screenshot on, on my phone. It says cellular. Hmm. On Trevor's phone, it says what does your say? Mobile. Mobile. So. See, I've noticed users. that portable hotspot isn't always there. Sometimes it's under mobile. No, mine's always there. Personal hotspot. Sometimes there. it's not there. Yeah, right. Like if, when I, especially when I travel, it changes. Wow. It's very weird. We'd love to know whether you're a cellular person or a mobile person for the iPhone users uh, in this riveting out. section of the podcast. I wonder if it's something to do with a language and setting I, or something. I forgot what I was even doing then. I was going to look at my, my usage. I got sidetracked, Trim. That doesn't region? happen very often, does Lang- it? You ha- just last thing you check. Yeah, yeah. Go, go down, uh, Sugar, where was it? Uh, settings general. Yes. Language, language and region. Be, language will be, it'll be. Uh, English, Australia, Gregorian calendar. I've got, I got no idea. Mate, I'm completely confused by what's going on here. <laughs> right, if you're confused too, thanks for tuning in. It's been great having your company. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, I thought, that, shouldn't we round out the conversation on the telco front, Trev? Uh, we've been talking about Vodafone and Telstra, who were mentioned in another story this week that didn't reflect very well, or didn't reflect very well on Telstra, I've got to say. Vodafone uh, did very well. And what I'm talking about is the Australian Communications Consumer Action Network, otherwise known as ACAN. They did a customer service report, which basically asked the customers, are you happy with the customer service you're receiving from yeah. your telco? And the results weren't the best for the no. top 10 telcos. Breaking news, yeah. we don't think the telcos provide good customer service. And, and like we mentioned Telstra a moment ago, I think their 
approved, well, they're rating that they had 43% of customers who were happy with the customer service. Yeah. That's less than half. Yeah. And Vodafone Optus, were lower. Down the, sorry, no, sorry. Optus was 42. Optus was lower. Vodafone was the highest 60, of the majors. Vodafone was the, the highest. Vodafone was the highest of all, given yeah. that Virgin was the highest and they don't exist anymore. Isn't that ironic? They're Mate, not existing anymore. Virgin Mobile, 70% customer satisfaction rating. Yep. Owned by Optus, who have a 37. Optus shuts them down. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Hello. So yeah, Vodafone wins the race. The the uh, the problem here though was that it uh, the the gripe from customers were, they were saying that it takes an average of thirteen days for a customer to have their issues resolved, and that's an average on average. Well, the sums dragged out to more than two months. You know, it's ridiculous. And and the other one was that you spend something like two point six. You have to make two point six phone calls. You have to spend an hour or more on the phone and explain get, it each time. You get passed around to three different people per phone call before you get to someone who can actually help. It's just utterly embarrassing. You know, the 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 wait times for different hit the I think on the chart that it's on Tech Guide, but it's also on EFTM, the one that you've got in front of you now, if you want to get your um account details updated, so your address or something, yep. like a le- average of eight days or something, or eleven days. And, and you How right. does it take eleven days to change yeah. your address? And these are simple things like and the things we're looking at is just like updating your contact details, like you said, changing your plan. And general account inquiries, that's pretty poor. Yeah, shocking. And and, and we're all telco customers. We're, we've all got phones, so we're all yeah. a customer of some one telco or another. And whenever it's not a very good feeling knowing that if you do need to contact them, that it could potentially be days or if not months before things now, are to resolved. To be clear, this is not TIO data, which would be just as damning, I think. Um, but... It's, so it's a survey of 1,200 people, right? But it's still pretty um, pretty well done in terms of the, the split of the telcos and things like that. Um, and it, it pretty much marries with what everyone thinks. And it, it just once again reinforces the single area that the telcos must focus on. Like, and I'm sure Andy Penn knows it. I'm sure Inyaki and I don't even know who the boss of Optus is. Who is the boss of Optus? Do you know? um, Alan Liu. Oh, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor, poor fellow with the, all, all the dramas over recently, hey? Yeah, well, I've forgotten about him. Yeah. Um, I think they know the customer service is a problem, but I don't think they have the ability to invest in it because yeah. it's expensive. Customer service is expensive. Can, can, I, can, I, can we just touch on one aspect that probably is the centre of this issue? Yeah. The fact that the telcos have call centres in other countries. Oh, mate, absolutely. Is that the Do you reckon that's why... And look, I'm, I, I say this with this isn't racist. What I'm about to say, right? This is not racist, but sometimes you can't understand the person yeah. at the other end. Yeah, when like English is not your first ring, language, your customer Optus. service isn't really meant to be your optimal. Like in career guidance, a career counselor would not say, "Oh, dude, your English is your second language. You should go into customer service." Yeah, great thinking. And like, I'm, and uh, I'm, I wouldn't be the first person to say that. No, right? no, no. Where so, you 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 ring it up and. and it's frustrating for customers who they're trying to understand and trying to make their point. And In my, my, my answer to that is that I don't care where the customer service person is if they're empowered, yeah. right? If they so can get stuff done. The, what happens you. with customer service is you have these things called level one, and this is the same in, in just a business. You have a level one support, level two support, level three support. So in, yeah. in, a, in a corporate environment, level one IT support is when you ring up, they help you over the phone. Level yeah. two is, oh, they have a specialty in this thing and they might come to your desk. Yeah. Level three is, oh, they're the guys that fix the networks and, you know, yeah. there's the levels, right? Is that what you were at SBS, mate? What level support were you I at I managed SBS? them all. 
<laughs> you never sorted out at people's desks, mate? What was no, that mate, I okay. was the manager of the oh, okay, entire right. you were the department. Boss. I just forgot. You temporarily were the boss. while they needed some help. <laughs> um, you know, just whipping it into shape. Um, that's all good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so an overseas call centre is essentially level one support. They've got, I'm sure it's computerised now, but imagine yeah. a folder and, and you ring up and you say, listen, um, I, I can't, my, my, my mobile data's not working. So yeah. they flick to the page that says mobile data. And they run you through a checklist. They help you. Have you turned it off and on again? Correct. There's a checklist of yeah. things. When you go off script, that's when they struggle because they, they turn to a page and they go, oh, unauthorized, you know, up, up to, send up to supervisors. So uh-huh. this is the problem. This is why you get passed around multiple people. Yeah. And they're not impacted. Even if they had a computer in front of them, like, hi, I'd like to change my, my, uh, my address, my email address on file. Can they yeah. do that? Are they empowered to do that at the first port of call? If it takes 11 days, that's ridiculous. Yeah. The funny thing about this whole survey was the um, the method of contact. It turns out that you are much better off going into a Telstra Optus or Vodafone store, store to get help. <laughs> Talking face-to-face it, with It someone. reduces the, yeah. uh, the, the time from 13 days down to eight, which is still a bloody still long time. Even. But wow. then social media was second. Yeah. Social media was on average 15 days. The phone was something like 30, and email oh, yeah. was even worse. Wow. So essentially, get onto Twitter get or Facebook yeah. or go into a store. Yeah. That's the learning I took from that whole survey. Wow. It's a worry. It's a real worry. We'd love your views. Uh, two Blokes Talking Tech, Trevor Long, at, uh, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick, and Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag on Twitter. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly sponsored by Uniden. They have a terrific range of dash cams. Uh, I had one installed recently in my car, and it allows me to be able to see if if there's an incident on the road I've got a record of that incident Uniden have a range of cameras that can suit all budgets all types of cameras too so if you want to start off at an entry level they've got a camera to suit or if you're going to go all the way and have a 4k dash cam as you do with the iGo cam 80 that gives you even more detail on the road so you can be it records in a loop so you can see exactly what's happening if there is an incident there are sensors built in so that it actually puts that file into a special folder so that you can then retrieve it a little bit later. If nothing happens, the video just loops over each other. But it is one of those devices that more and more people are seeing value. They're seeing how useful they are in case there is an incident on the road. Your word against theirs, you've got a record of exactly what happened. And God forbid you might need to go to court. You've also got evidence of that as well, thanks to your dash cam. Uniden, they also have additional features in their cameras, including things like lane departure warnings. They even give you a heads up when you're approaching a speed camera or a red light camera. So not only can they be your eyes and ears on the road, they can also save you some points off your license and some dollars out of your wallet as well. Uniden is the full range of dash cams. You can check them out at uniden.com.au. Stephen, a bit of news out of Samsung Display today. I now, called it breaking news, <laughs> but then I said, shouldn't it be unbreaking You're news? An idiot. Did That's you get that, the mate? Worst, mate. I, just, I didn't I think, see your like on my tweet on that one, mate. I think. Well, I, I was driving, <laughs> mate, so I would never read Twitter while I was driving. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure if you Google that pun, it's probably everywhere. Yep. Um, and this is interesting <laughs> because we need to be clear here. Samsung Display is a separate company to Samsung Electronics, to Samsung yep. Mobile. Just like LG In the display same way that LG Display yeah. is different, yeah. right? Now, they, Samsung Display have announced that they have uh, created an unbreakable display, smartphone display, an OLED screen that's been tested by a lab 
the, you know, drop tested it, you know, four foot, six foot underwater, all these different things. 26 times in a row. They, they showed it. a video of it being smashed with a hammer that looked a lot like a mallet to me, and I think they're very different. A rubber mallet? Yeah, it just didn't look <laughs> like it. But you know what's going to happen? People are going to think, oh, I'm going to break this thing. Well, you know, the best, the best tweet I saw today was uh, when this was announced. Apart from was, my one. Yeah, uh, after that. <laughs> Um, was uh, was uh, you know news? Samsung announces unbreakable display. Ninety thousand YouTubers say, "Hold my beer," because <laughs> mate, what's the first thing that's going to yeah, happen exactly here? Exactly right. Is they going to go to extremes to find a way funny. to break it? Just on that, do you know how there's some gibberers that they line up in front of the Apple store for like a week? And, you know that they. Oh, I'm aware of them. God, God bless them. The, the people no, who like to camp out. They for don't a week, need blessing. Like, they need something else. There Pick was one year. I think it was the iPhone. I think it was iPhone. Five, no, iPhone 6, I think it was. The woman that dropped it out of the front. No, no, no. This, this guy, the guy... He was bought a guy, it and took it away and smashed it. Bought it. He was waited in line for a week. Was came from the US, or I was a US YouTuber. Waited for a week. Bought his iPhone 6. Copped all the accolades, all the press, and saying, oh, yeah, love it. I've lined up for this. I'm a YouTuber, blah, blah, blah. And then an hour later, he went and smashed both of them. Like, he's... What an idiot. <laughs> but because we got it, it like... He's smart thinking that he came to Australia because we got it like 19 hours before the yeah, US, right? Sure, sure. So that's why I did it. But I'm thinking, oh, God, you waited all that time just so, to smash it. So this display is – so the, the the concept of an OLED screen, uh, and having been to the LG Display Factory, I get it. The, the actual piece of OLED is quite mm. thin and it's and flexible. It's, it's flexible. Yeah. But it needs – so the OLED uh, that you buy from LG is actually tiny, 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 but then they have to put a bit of glass behind it so that yep. it can be supported. So it's got some molecular up. structure. The, on a smartphone, it's even smaller, which is better and thinner, but it needs to be supported uh, and protected integrity. as yeah, well. Yeah. The OLED yeah. is, is you know, a very tiny little bit, so yeah. it needs to be protected, and yeah. that's normally a sheet of glass. Yeah. Now, I know that this is a revolutionary announcement, but here's what gets me. It's not actually revolutionary thinking. It's just plastic instead of glass. Well, I think the plastic, you know I mean? though, the, but the quality of the plastic now resembles glass, and that's the point. That's right? been the issue. You, they couldn't get plastic it, to be as close as it to glass. needs to be as crystal clear as glass. Yeah, it needs to withstand, you know, scratches because plastic's biggest problem is scratching. Right? Absolutely. Now, I know it's been tested for breakability, but it hasn't been tested as an actual smartphone. And there's no word here that it's going to hit like a smartphone. Ca- like capacity to the touchscreen capacity. Yeah, or all, all the different bits and pieces. I'm yeah, sure right. it's great. But like latency it's like. not like we're going to see this at Unpacked in a couple of weeks. Frankly, I don't think we'll see it in 2019. I've made the call in my story that we might see it in next year's Galaxy S10. Not a chance. You don't think so? No. It's a full year away almost. Sam, there's no, this, this video, this, this announcement from Samsung Display was put out to drum up business. From other, because Samsung, other OEMs, uh, yeah. Apple buys their, their OLED displays from Samsung. I mean, you know, there's a lot of market. There's, you know, mm-hmm. Samsung doesn't just sell yeah. displays to they, Samsung. They source them from several, several sure. LG included. But I the point being that Samsung's yeah, trying yeah. to go, well, hang on, maybe uh, Huawei or someone else. I mean, who knows? Could be Alcatel. I doubt it because they do displays with TCT. Yeah, TCL the point it. being, yeah. um, Samsung's trying to sell displays here. They're not trying to sell phones with this announcement. Yeah. Oh, mate, I don't think it would be rigorously enough tested by March next year that you'll see this in the Galaxy okay. S10. I thought they were a bit more nimble than that, the display market. No, can I don't think so. move pretty quickly, no? No, I mean, I've been wrong before, Stephen. I know you have. Yeah, I mean, you don't keep a record of when you're wrong. You only keep a record of when I'm wrong. It's but because it's so rare, mate. It's very yeah. hard to keep track of. Uh, I think our listeners know. That's <laughs> um, so, but yeah, it'd be, I but it'd be nice to we'll see, see that though. quickly. Can you imagine 
Yeah, and how many times have you seen people walk around with broken screens, like especially iPhone Mate, screens? It's like iPhone staggeringly, screens. so many staggering. And, and, and I'd hazard a guess to say that there are more people walking around with broken iPhones than broken Samsungs, and not just because there are more. The percentage of people with broken iPhones would be higher than percentage of people with broken Samsung screens. Yeah, sure. Because uh, I, don't, I don't know how how that works, but you think in. 20 in the 21st century we're carrying around a device that we use every day all day made of glass i'm surprised i'm surprised me neither touch wood i've been using an iphone for 10 years have not broken one screen touch wood Mm. have you ever broken a screen not on not on my daily driver but i've unfortunately Uh. had a couple of phones with like chips on the side or ah. scratches across the front because they've been like I carry six phones in a bag review or something. Review screens, review units that yeah, you don't treat very the, well. The, no, no, just <laughs> just because I've I don't know I've I've been careless with them in a bag or something so in that the I'm transport. You haven't dropped yeah, them there, right? right you know okay. what I mean? Like in yeah. so touch I've, wood. Have yes, not I've seen one. broken screens, but I've yeah. never on a phone that I'm using as a phone. Yeah. never broken a screen. Hopefully, by the time your kids are old enough to have their own phones, they'll be saying, "Dad, I broke my phone." Like my kids, all my kids have broken their phones at least twice. And the first time I said, all right, I'll pay for it to fix it. Second time I said, sorry, kiddo, you're on your own. You've got to save up and pay for it yourself. You need to know the value of this thing so that you don't, you take more care of it. And that's what they did. And they learned their lesson. Well, you know, I think if, you, if the money comes out of your pocket for anything that you, that you bought, right? If you paid for it yourself, hmm. I think you value it more. You value it. That's your hard-earned money that you've. If, if someone you say hard-earned, I mean, I don't really work very hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, if, yeah, no, no. Absolutely. I try to teach my kids that to say, well, you know, something that you pay for, you know, mm. that that's your money. It's not my money because they, they they don't see the You're value. My, my favorite I give one, them something. My favorite one is um, Harry and Jackson, two very different people here with money. Yeah. So the kids got money boxes. They yeah. get money for lots of things. Okay. Uh, Jacko, for his birthday, got a bunch of vouchers and you know, put them into iTunes or whatever. And I got an iTunes request because he's got they've got to ask the parent for a oh. you know seventy nine dollar purchase of some kind of in game coins or something, right? Just, is, is that what he bought? He wanted to buy that with his money. I walked around. I said, "Mate, here's the thing. It's your money. You can do what you like with it. Yeah, genuinely, yeah. your money. Fair call. And yeah. I'll hit. I'll hit go on this purchase. Yeah." But th- that that really that disappears immediately, and you have no option to buy another game, another thing, yeah. and it's gone. Like it's and it adds, I mean, especially in a game like Fortnite, <clears throat> it adds no value to the game. Yeah. You're not advancing yourself; you're just buying a skin or whatever it is. Yeah. So I said, mate, happy to do it, but just so you know, you can buy a five dollar one as well. And you know, and he ended up going, oh, you know what, I won't, and I'll buy a little bit. Harry. Every day he says, uh, "I've got sixty three dollars twenty five, and I'm like, "You've got sixty three dollars? Six years old? Se- uh, yeah, six twenty seven, because he's saving up for an Xbox controller, which he's personalised on the internet and in colours and really? stuff. It's ninety two dollars. Wow! And, and he's mate, he'll up get for that. there. Good he'll get you. there. Good luck to Whereas him. the other kids have never saved past twenty five dollars. <laughs> Victoria will have ten dollars. Beanie Boo, boom, she'll eat the shops. I'm buying that. Yeah. Like she just just buy. My kids Whereas like Harry, too, yeah. Harry has the saving thing. And it's 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 Good really to interesting win. to see kids like that. Because because I have I've had the same conversation with my kids over the years where, you know, they're younger, they're saving up, they want to and then they wanted to, I don't know, buy something really silly like under twenty bucks or something, thinking, Do you really want this? You know what, if you saved a bit more, say you save up twice this much, you can buy something that's so much nicer, yeah. something better. You're gonna I say to them, 
in in a few in a month when you're sick of this, you're going to wish you waited and bought something better. So maybe think of that. And Do you know what? Half the time that we get now, I want to get though, it now. Two blokes <laughs> talking parenting episode three. Um, it, but we're all we we all suffer from it at some point, and frankly. You just need to learn your lesson at some point, and some of us don't learn. Like I learnt late because I had late, what, um, to save or to, oh yeah yeah oh, really? mate, you're oh, a bit of a spendthrift for you, Trev. Mate, I remember really? I had a bit of money at, at a certain point. Yeah, um, and you know, crazy, crazy, a little bit of money. Uh, yeah. and I was like 18. Yeah, and I remember a great friend of mine, Tracy. Her, I, you know, I'd, I'd be around her her place all the time. We were just good mates, like yeah. sisters, brother and sister. Okay, and her parents were great to me and everything. And I remember I was about to buy a car. Brand new car, Sayed Ibiza, my first car, beautiful. It was like yep. 20 grand. Right. And her mum said to me, she said, buy a house. And I went, I can't drive a house. <laughs> you can't drive a house. Yeah. And you know what? It was the best advice I ever got that I ignored because yeah. I'm an idiot. Because if I'd have bought that house, like if I'd have put that towards a house in 1992, yeah. you know, okay. clearly I wouldn't have a mortgage today, right? Yeah. But I didn't. I bought a car. And it's it's it sticks with me not because I regret it but because yeah. I, that was the lesson I learnt at that point in time. Well, I have a similar story because when I was back in the day when I was playing for Souths, and I was working at News Limited, so I, I sort of kind of had two jobs. Yep. And my Souths money was way more than what I was earning as a cadet, right? Mm. And that was that was the deal where I had this money. I'm thinking, what do I get? Yeah. And I did go to the house. I yeah. bought a unit when I was actually with my future wife at the time. Yeah. And we thought, let's put our heads together and buy a place. And we did. We bought a unit. Yeah. Thanks for making me feel like a complete <laughs> dick. But I, uh, but the car that I drove, though, I, um, my dad helped me buy the car. He sort of helped me, lent me some money and bought me bought me a car. I did buy me the whole, like, it wasn't my car technically, but I yeah, could yeah. drive it because he had, it was, he put it through his company. Yeah. So I drove it. So it's sort of technically that, my car, but, but I, it, it was his it's company. It's funny, car. though, and I'm not suggesting at all that, that we come from different sides of the tracks, but I also think part of that was me projecting too because my mum never had a, a nice car. She, yeah. she, we never owned a house. She always you know, just paid rent. And, yeah. went, and so my ability to buy a brand new car was like, man, this is me. Like and you know what? I, I loved yeah. it. I cared for it. It was the best thing I ever had. Uh, and I don't regret owning that car one yeah, Exactly bit. right, mate. You only live once. Absolutely. But yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the that's the thing with kids that you want to... I don't yeah. How do we get onto this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, like, uh, but uh, my dad back in the day always... That, that was how we were taught back then, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. save up, buy a house. That was what we. That, that's what but, I was drummed into. You know what I mean? Like generationally, like that yeah. wasn't something that was drummed into me because I. Oh, we've I was never, drummed into me big time. We never had a house. Big time. We moved yeah. and rented and moved and rented, yeah. and so now that's yeah. all I'm thinking for the kids is, yeah. well, hang on a minute. Like seriously, if you put a dollar a week away when you're 18, you'll have enough to do yeah. this and that, and so it's a very different situation. I've had the same. Like my kids are, you know, they got jobs and going to uni, so they're earning money, and especially my son, who's who's a builder now. Mm. I said, mate. You're, if you don't own a house, if you haven't bought a house before you're 30, I'll be very disappointed because you could buy the house and fix it up yourself and imagine how much money you make. I said, mm. he's in Europe at the moment, so he saved up and good luck to him. He works hard. He's, he's on a massive trip around Europe, which costs him a fair, fair bit of money. I said, well, you know what? Save like that again, but instead of spending it on a trip to Europe, put a deposit on something. Mm. And he, he, he realized that he could has, he had the capability of saving because mm. he did it. Yep. I said, now do that again. But put it towards something. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go, big, folks. Big. Wow. <laughs> That's all free. That's free advice from the two free blokes. Free advice from yeah. the two blokes talking parenting here <laughs> on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, 
Well, next up, we're going to talk about the MacBook Pro. Have you got Have you got the new MacBook Pro yet? Have no, you? mate. I have. It looks exactly the same, but it's faster. Seventy percent faster, as a matter of fact. If you've got the fifteen-inch, <laughs> and two times faster if you've got a of uh, the thirteen-inch. But there was one little issue that not uh, a good not a good look. Yeah, well, a YouTuber who was God, uploading a video. YouTubers. He noticed that he did have the i9 yep. fully specced up 6-core MacBook Pro 15-inch model, right? And he was rendering a 5-minute five 5K video. Mm-hmm. He noticed that the video took actually, ten, with his new machine, took 10% longer to render than the, than the predecessor. So he's thinking, how the hell, why isn't the clock speed as high, higher than the old one? Mm. And from that video, uh, people then it sort of kind of went viral on on the web, and brought, obviously came to Apple's attention. They discovered that there was a, a bug with the thermal management system of the computer of the of the laptop. So what was happening is that when this processor got up, the, the, there was like a line of code missing where the thermal management would kick in and drive the throttle the clock speed down for fear it might overheat. So Apple has since issued a bug fix. And said, right, High Sierra, latest version of High Sierra has fixed it. But while all this was happening, there were people who had pre-ordered the 15-inch. And let's face it, it's a professional machine. So if you're a photographer, an editor, so it's a pretty high-end machine. There were a few people who cancelled their pre-orders mm. as a result of this. So now Apple's come out and said, oh, look, we apologise if this is, uh, you know, it wasn't what we said it was. And then now with this bug fix, it's back to being... As fast as it should be. It's very embarrassing. It is a little. Absolutely. Especially given that I when would argue... When they spruked the hell out of it when it came out. The first thing... It's, it's, it's actually the best... Forget benchmark and, and all those CPU tests. The best way to test a high-end machine like this is video editing. It's the first yes. thing I do. Yep. I, I went, Rob, who, you know, comes the Stig comes with me different yep. places. Um, he had a, a MacBook that was pretty good. And I kept saying to him, mate, like we're sitting there waiting for a rendering. I'm like, this is this is why I need a new one. Yeah. And I bought him a new one. And I said, mate, this is now. Like, trust me, that's it won't make any difference to your workflow any yeah. other way. It'll feel like It'll the same thing. Faster. Yeah. But when you get to the point of hitting render on a video, yeah. that's when you'll notice the difference. Yeah. That's the thing. that. Does. So that's how the do they not lifting. render a couple of videos and yeah. find this bloody thing out for themselves? Absolutely. Yeah, it it's is. Embarrassing. And, and it was only an issue with the 15-inch model. The 13-inch model apparently is okay, but... Uh, it, it is it is a little like you know Apple was originally a computer company and still is a computer company, and that's kind of their heritage. You think that they they would have got that right, mm. especially with a with a laptop that costs several. I think didn't you spec up one a few weeks ago? Yeah, like ten thousand dollar laptop. You'd, you'd be you'd be uh, forgive you'd forgive a customer who'd have second thoughts about spending ten grand yeah, on a computer totally. uh, with these uh, these things flying around. But Apple has addressed the issue. I've actually embedded the video that uh, that the YouTuber, what's his name, Jeff? I'm trying to find this guy's name. Uh, D- sorry, Dave Lee. He was the YouTuber who came, who discovered it, shared his video, uh, and the Apple have since said that they apologise to any customer who has experienced less than optimal performance on their new systems. Customers can expect the 15-inch MacBook Pro to be up to 70% faster, the 13-inch MacBook Pro with Touch Bar to be up to two times faster, as shown in the performance results on our website. So that was uh, by an, an Apple spokesperson. There you go. Uh, details at techguide.com.au. And we do all thanks to the good people at Arlo, the smart home security system that uh, 
change your life. It's a very simple thing to install, fully wire-free, 100% wire-free, weatherproof uh, HD cameras. You can uh, buy a starter pack with just one camera. Uh, the base station comes with it with a siren, and uh, you can plug in USB recording of the videos as well. But by default, these videos are uplo- uploaded to the cloud, accessible to you for seven days uh, on your smartphone or any other compatible device. And you can pay to have a subscription that gives you longer access to those um, those devices. And you can buy more cameras. Very easy to add a camera. If you pay a subscription, you can buy even up to 10, cam- 10 or more cameras. I think I've got eight cameras at home uh, with my subscription to Arlo. They're simple to Fort, use. Fort Knox. Yeah, mate. Mate, I've never had an issue. Yeah. Hello. You've got plenty of footage of couriers coming Mate, up. Mate, a couple well. of couriers today that I want to give a vetting yeah. carb up to. Yeah. Uh, the notifications come to your smartphone. You can download and watch the videos on your smartphone. Really easy to use. And as I say, wire-free. You can even get a solar panel if you want to never have to touch the camera again. Arlo, uh, A-R-L-O. Check them out online and at all good retail. <laughs> Don't know how you're going to do this one, Trevor. Mate, I don't know how I'm going to do it because I don't know what it says. I won't it's lie. Your, uh, it's your subject. Oh, that's... Yeah, mate. You're looking honestly, at the wrong spot. No, no, I'm looking at the right, the right... That there, and I can't, mate. That does not say sextortion. <laughs> okay? It's a shocking handwriting, Dr. Stephen. At least that, you can read that. Anyway. How are your, how's your eyesight again? There's a scam going around. Yeah. And you get an email. And in the subject of an email yeah. is your password. Right-o. And then within the email, it says, hey, uh-huh. recognize this. There's your password again. Uh-huh. It says, I know that's your password, and I know you've been looking at porn. And as a result, I've hacked your computer. This is a summary. I've hacked your computer. I've accessed your webcam, and I've videoed you while you're watching porn. <laughs> and I've recorded both you and the screen that you're watching. I've got a copy of that video. I'm going to send it to all your friends because when I hacked your computer, I got all your contacts from Facebook, everyone. I'm going to send this video to all your friends unless you pay me oh, three grand. that's genius. See, now it's genius because it's it, it triggers the vulnerability of, a, of an individual who's you know doesn't want anyone to know they've accessed porn. Yeah. Even though nearly everyone does. They, they don't the want anyone and, to know chicken it. chicken and corn. Yeah. So, But hang on. So but the, you said the email had your password in it. So, so there was that, some hacking involved. That's the other thing. So what they've done, and because most reports show these passwords are quite old. So what they've done is they've gone to one, you know, the password databases get released because, you know, someone was hacked 10 years ago, five years ago. So what they're doing is they're going to that da- those databases online, which might be old, and they're emailing everyone. They're going, Stephen, at, at wherever, your email yeah, address, yeah. his password from that, that that silly shopping site hack from five years ago was yeah. this. Because most people use Have the same, the same password, password. And most, people, most people's passwords iterate. So, okay. so they look at it and they go, oh "My God, that is not just password one two three four. That is like my suburb or my my yeah, my yeah. cat's name or something, right?" Uh-oh. So they look at it and they go, "Okay, I feel like this is real because it's a password, uh-huh. and I'm heaps vulnerable because I, I wouldn't want anyone to know what I was doing on Jeez. that website." Should right? I check? Should I check my junk folder? Was <laughs> let's not talk about junk. <laughs> <laughs> so the junk folder. Like your your immediate this thing is like, how, how do I pay the money? Like seriously. Because then it goes, so if, when did you, if get you your, want proof, when did you get your email? if you want proof, I'll send it to three of your friends. That's okay. the only way to get I'd, proof. I'd say Plus, go for your life, brother. They, they get this. It then says you've got 24 hours and I've embedded a pixel in this email. I know you've opened it. The 24 hours starts now. So it's it's wow. a it's a ticking clock. Wow. It's a very personal like you know thing, and yeah. it feels real because of the password, mate. It's a big, right. big Jeez, drama. Lucky I put a tape across my webcam. 
<laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> There'll be a lot of people doing it now. Well, that's the thing, right? Hey, no wonder Mark Zuckerberg does that, eh? Yeah, do you think it's for the chicken and corn? I reckon so. Okay. <laughs> Possibility. <laughs> but you know what? It is a, it's a bloody cheeky scam, isn't it? It's isn't a great... You know what? I'm just going to say... There'll be a few panicked people. Gold star for the scammer. It's wow. smart. It's wow. smart because it draws on a really vulnerable say, moment. Trevor, it, why is there $3,000 missing correct. out of our account? She wouldn't know. They're different accounts. Uh, I'd use a different, different long media, yeah. something like that. Anyway, um, you know, you know what I mean. Like it triggers oh, a lot of points yeah. in terms of all the scams I've seen. Yeah, right, mate. This is gold. This is very smart. And it the is. thing is, I reckon heaps of people are paying the money because but, they're yeah. they're suckers. Because, mate, here's the thing: they don't have a video of you, right? Of course they don't. Yeah. Because, of course they don't. I, I, I. I Call their bluff, mate. They got nothing. I would. They got I, nothing. My right. advice is delete the email and get internet security if you're worried. Yeah. But my, I'm I'm highly confident they don't have yeah. videos of people. Can so I, can I just say, move on. Here's my issue with this scam, right? Yeah. You're only going to target fifty percent of the population. It's only for men. Well, okay. To women, I don't know. Do women? I don't know. Would women be on the, the, the men would be the biggest target, wouldn't they? Like, so I had to do some research. Okay, for this story, <laughs> she had to log into a few porn sites. Can you no, give but us I had favourites, Trevor. I had to Google a couple of the big names and yep. stats. So they, they, some of them published like an annual report. Okay, what are some of the big names? And like, in, can you mention them? No, or? I don't need to mention them. <laughs> we here. don't want to give you any free publicity here. Not to me. the hub. No. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> one of them, that one, um, yep. Yep. mentioned that one of its top searches was porn for women. Hello. Yeah, so there's apparently a rise in that. So okay. it may not be okay. a full 50%. It might only be 60 or 70, but it's not for everyone, I'm sure. But, okay. you know, bottom line, so it's... Just don't treat your body f- like an amusement park in front of your computer is the, <laughs> is, the, is the moral of this story. Is that right? Remember that famous... I'm out. The famous... <laughs> We, we always go back to Seinfeld. That's a genius episode. <laughs> you master of your time own domain. Your, time for your sponge bath. You master of your own domain. <laughs> um, George! King of the county. George, go and get me on whatever he was meant to go. <laughs> Wait, Mum. In a minute, Mum. In a minute, Mum. Yeah, he's have some Tic Tacs. What did he give up? <laughs> wow. I like it how, but didn't it, didn't it, it sort of the... All the things conspiring at the same time. What was, Jerry, what, what Jerry did, guessed, Jerry says, I'm dating a virgin who got this naked neighbour across the road. He goes, something's got to give. Something's got to give. But what was the word, what, what was the line when Elaine walked in slowly and yeah, just put the $100 goes, down? Hello. You caved. And, and, she but was, one of them she said, was, she thought, I, thought, I thought you'd sail through the summer yeah, or something like you, that. Yeah, that's right. George said that. Yeah. I thought you'd sail through the yeah, summer. Oh, wow. Because she, she thought John F. Kennedy Jr. fancied her. You remember yeah. she was in the – but um, – of the fu- the funniest bit was it when Kramer when Kramer comes back and he's looking at and he sort of he's looking at the naked woman across the road and he goes he sort of puts his finger to his lip and goes mm. and he walks out and, he comes and then back like in. fifteen seconds later he goes I'm out he comes I'm back out of in the with contest the boom and he and he does a genius job in keeping a straight face yeah. he almost breaks and he's and then they're looking and he goes you're out. <laughs> It's a great episode. I'm out, I'm out of the contest. Mate, yeah, that won an Emmy Award, that, con- that, that episode. Uh, that Emmy episode. Award, yep. Larry David. Good stuff. Yeah. What about how we've digressed this episode? Genius. Anyway, yeah. uh, if you're a victim of sextortion, just delete the email. <laughs> yeah. That's my advice. Yeah. So you haven't seen no one, no one, none of your friends, you, you didn't see any of your friends' videos that were sent to you, so this no, is mate. definitely wrong. Because no, I would have seen plenty of your videos imagine, if it was real. <laughs> Can I? Can I? So I want to digress. It couldn't once. be a good look. I want to digress a slightly different way, right? Okay. Where? Where are you going? This I don't know. This is 
I've heard this story. Dear listener, I'm nervous. No, I've heard this story, right? And Mm -hmm. and I'll keep it as delicate as I can. I know Mm -hmm. there might be like little kiddies listening, but um, it reminds me of the story of when um, the guy in his hotel wanted to, uh, he he looked at those special channels in his hotel Mm -hmm. and he thought, I'm going to film these so I can watch them later. So he filmed the television Mm -hmm. and thought thought he'd show his mates the videos. And his mates, they said, oh, yeah, okay, let's have a look at these. And they were watching the videos, but in the reflection of the TV, in the corner, they could see... Oh, mate. (laughs) Oh, mate, his old fella. The old uh, amusement park (laughs) pass. They could see in the reflection, because, yeah, back then, the the old tube TVs. With yeah. the reflection, so his mate, his mates were grateful for the for the chicken and corn, but they, he did reveal that he was. Uh, Where's that story got come involved? from? Oh, it's, I don't know whether it's an urban myth, but it it seems plausible to me. Plausible, MythBusters. Yeah. Plausible. <laughs> Two blokes talking. Wow. Wow. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Let's have a solid gear change here, Trev. Don't you Mate, think? Mate, oh no, just solid gear we change. We need more to change. We need to change more we're than gonna, gears. We're gonna, how's this? I'd never thought I'd ever hear myself say this, but we're going to switch from porn to television. Okay, <laughs> here we go. We're going to talk about High Sense. High Sense TV. They've uh, they've made an announcement. They had this uh, big global uh, big global uh, gathering last week yeah, were you there? in Moscow. I wasn't there. No, I, okay. I didn't get my invitation. You probably knocked your invitation back to go. I didn't even get invited. Mm-hmm. But uh, they had this uh, the, their announcement in Moscow, and I think it was it was good timing because the World Cup was on in Russia, and Hisense were a major sponsor. I don't know whether that had anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what the announcement was is you know how Hisense has their ULED te- television technology, right? So ULED, plenty of secret source built in, a lot of patents and everything. But they announced their new flagship TV, the U. 9D is going to have a dynamic backlighting system that can be divided in, listen to this, 5,376 zones. Mm. How big is the TV? Uh, I think it is. It doesn't actually say. say. It didn't even say the size. It doesn't actually say. I'd say that would be a 75-inch TV. Have to have. I I fear it's bigger. Well, do you reckon even be oh, so like an eighty inch then? Yeah, I reckon you could do that on a seventy five inch TV. There's plenty of room. Okay, because the current generation has like a thousand. So the one I had it had a thousand and fifty six zones of dimming. Yeah, and I nerdily in my review you went to the one. trouble of trying to measure it, trying to understand. Okay, just I didn't actually measure it with a rule. I, I you know take the dimensions, take the pixels, yeah. and work out how. And I worked out it would be about a four by three centimeter space where each okay. backlight would be if you looked at it as a backlight. Yep. each backlit lit zone. Yep. Now. That's good, but it still doesn't create OLED like blacks. Let's yeah, be clear. Yeah. There's still there's still a um, you know um, a hue around a white block, for example. Yep. Uh, Five thousand would reduce that you know phenomenally, and that's the point is they need to reduce that phenomenally. Now, yep. the challenge I think is that they can't do it in a thin, excuse me, a thin screen. Yeah. Like that seventy five yeah, is need, a thick. You need beast. a back. Well, it's, you need a backlight for a start. It's an LED TV. It's Correct. not an OLED. Well, yeah, it can't be yeah. edge. It can't be edge lit. And if it's edge lit, there still needs to be some form of channeling of the light into yeah. those zones. Yeah. So it's always going to have that uh, downside. But gee whiz, what amazing! Like that's where they're pushing the well, technology. That that'll then lend itself to great contrast, good black levels, good color. Yeah. So really interested to see that. I'm tipping that'll be at CES next year, don't yeah. you reckon? CES in Vegas in January. What's, you know what's also interesting about uh, Hisense? We haven't heard about the OLED. 
Yeah, that's not due till September, I heard. September, yeah, I know, but I just that's only a couple like, of months away. I feel like it's, you know, really mm. pushing on. Because well, they're, they're selling a ULED TV now. They're not going to talk too much about it. I also think because the Aussies were completely blindsided by that announcement at CES. The OLED. Yeah. Yeah. And how it's, it was only just going to come to Australia, wasn't it? Australia and in England. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird. Well, I think, though, because of uh, OLED's success in our market, I think that's one of the reasons why they pulled the trigger yeah. in that area. But totally. uh, it is interesting nonetheless, and I'm keen to see the OLED, as you mm. come to think of it. Uh, but, yeah, the U9D, which we expect to see at uh, CES next year in Vegas, 5,376 zones. Why wasn't it 5,377 zones? Because it's Why do they round it up? Because it's got to be even. It's got to be even, on I think. Yeah, right. okay. pixels, okay. mate. So you can't just muck around with this. Stuff. Okay. Just seem to be random that have number. an odd-shaped zone. Okay. Okay. I hear Stop. you. Mate, don't be a pain. I hear you. All right. Be, why have you got to be a pain about I'm it? I'm not being a pain about it. I just want to I want to be able to try to get my head around it. Because right. I'm keen to see how... how Details uh, as quality. scarce as they are <laughs> at techguide.com.au. Thanks, mate. Stephen, speaking already, of We're already up to the reviews. Wow. Speak, well, mate, this show's gone so quick. Our, view, our listeners may disagree. I don't want to break it to you. We lost most of them. We're back when we were talking about whatever the hell the Vodafone. Our carrier. Our carrier. Yeah, or carrier we were, or mobile. We were, we were trying to understand plans and add-ons. Yeah. I think we might have lost a few more with the chicken and corn. No, um, I reckon our audience would have grown. It's only one way to find out. Yeah. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Um, if you want us to talk about more porn, let us whoa, know. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, more chicken and corn, so, let us know. So, while we're talking TVs, yes. you've had a look at uh, a non-LG OLED. Yes, this is right. This is the Panasonic OLED TVs. And let, let's be clear here. Panasonic sourced these OLEDs from LG. LG is the only company display company that make Correct, OLED, but remember, right. that's just the you know a couple of millimetre thick bit of Absolutely. display it's technology. It's a bit of glass. You still have to have the brains, the power that actually puts a picture on the screen. Perfect segue to where I was going, Trevor, because Panasonic have their secret source with their TVs. Well, not so secret, but it's their special source, let's call it, which is their Hollywood Cinema Experience Processor. And what they do... The, the, Panasonic's got a history of being very popular among Hollywood filmmakers because they use their TVs as reference monitors when they're doing color correction, editing. So when it when it's when they're making the movie that you see in the cinemas and then later on at home, these are the screens that they're they're calibrating it with. So that to me says that uh, the, the the if Hollywood is good enough for Hollywood, then it's it's pretty darn good quality. And what I like about Panasonic, and they've always had this approach to picture quality that's always been uh it's been uh very not 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 outrageously over the top as some other companies with really bright garish colors mm. and they've always had that sort of very tempered approach to their picture quality and it looks really natural looks real that's as real as you can get that's that's you know there, there's picture quality people look at picture quality in a couple of different ways people think wow the colors are amazing and this is sharp and to some people that's their idea of picture quality my idea of picture quality is more how realistic it looks and how natural it looks. That's that's my idea of picture quality. Panasonic have nailed it in the in how I see picture quality in time in terms of natural. And you know they've got not only the Hollywood Cinema uh, Experience processor, but they've also got great uh, the their Pro HCX processor for their HDR as well. So in their the the, the darker scenes and even the brighter scenes, there's so much more you can see in the in the picture. So they've done a really good job there. They've also got this thing called a lookup, a lookup chart. So it's what they do is the TV when it needs to pick the color to show at that particular time, 
They've got this dynamic system that can analyze the scene and put up the correct color for that particular moment. Whereas other TVs have a color range. So they go, okay, if it's, if it's within this range, we'll just give them that. Whereas Panasonic's a little bit more uh, exact in the type, type of color they, they, put, they serve up. So really impressed with it. I, I looked at the, the FZ1000U and the FZ950U. The only difference being the 1000 has the blade Sound, speaker. Yeah. yeah, the 950 uh, doesn't have that. So if you're integrating that into an existing speaker sound system, you don't need the blade speaker. Uh, the blade speaker in itself actually very impressive. Doesn't have Atmos, doesn't have virtual surround. Like if that would be a lovely add-on if it did, but nonetheless, very very nice quality. I watched a couple of 4K movies on it. Uh, they're, they're, the navigation system too. The interface is really easy to use as well. You can pin your favourite apps to the screen as well. Uh, really handy there. Uh, audio quality, I've, I've spoken about, is decent, but uh, priced at. And I looked at the 65 inch model, seven thousand one hundred forty nine dollars. That's for the 65 inch with the blade. Without the blade, you're looking at five triple nine. A lot of money. For the 65-inch. But then they also have 55-inch models as well, which were 4999 for the 1000. That's with the blade. So would you buy it over an LG? And 3849. Um, no, because LG have the Atmos built in. They've got Atmos sound mm. in their TV. So that's, that's one area. Picture quality-wise, I reckon it's... Panasonic might have the edge, I reckon. Yeah, right. But sound quality, I think LG have got their nose in front with Atmos and that virtual surround. Yeah. All right, check it out. Full review, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And another little something from WD. Yes, this is a uh, handy little portable hard drive. It's called the My Passport Wireless SSD, the solid state drive. Now, this has got an SD card slot built into it. So say you're say I'm out flying my drone, and I want to upload my photos. I want to have a backup of my photos, uh, and without having my computer and not getting out a laptop, I can simply insert the SD card into the the drive, upload all that content. So say it's great if you're on a holiday, mm-hmm. you're out in the field shooting or videoing. You can upload all your content, and you could even then erase your card, format the card, and start again. So at least you know you've got a backup. So handy, that's also got a... How do you view it? How do you know it's on there? Uh, well, you'd have to connect it to the... But, but there is... when there, to, to start the process, you need to press a button on the side so that it's the, it's the same button that tells you the battery level. Okay. So if you've got an SD card and, and you press the button, you'll see the lights light up and, and it's uploaded. And then when it's finished, you, you'll, also, you'll know the lights turn off. So you'll just have to take their word for it, which is probably the reason why you wouldn't just erase your card. You'd just have a back, you'd have your backup. Okay. So, but you can connect it like a normal drive. You can also connect to it wirelessly. It's got a little Wi-Fi network, so if you want to stream, you can stream several 4K streams at a time if you want. You could probably look the photos on an app then. You could do that. Exactly right. Yeah, it has a companion app that lets you do that. Yeah, good call. So you can do that. And it's built rugged as well. So this is something that you take out, you take with you in, in the field. There's like a little rubber bumper around it as well. Uh, it is square shaped. It's like thirteen and a half centimeters each side, and can be connected to a computer with a regular regular USB cable. Can also uh, connect a card reader, so you can upload your pictures that way as well. And it also has a USB port with a built-in rechargeable battery to charge your phones, your mobile devices. So very very handy. Available in several different uh, in capacities, starting at four hundred and twenty nine dollars for the two fifty gig, all the way up to. $1,400 for two terabytes. All right, yeah, check it out, techguide.com.au.
Stephen, three fifty-three in the can um, felt like a good one. Felt um, like a good one. I, felt I could be one. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, up to our listeners to tell us. Yeah. Do you think they should be able to vote more us, porn, vote us off the island? Less porn, more Stop phone talk, it. less phone talk, more Seinfeld, less more Seinfeld, Seinfeld references. More parenting tips, less parenting tips. We've, the, the show had it all, Trev. It did, actually. It had it all today. We should enter this one in some awards. I think so. Imagine the judges <laughs> listening to this dribble <laughs> for the go. first what time. These gibberish. Imagine yeah. hearing this. You've, you've, you've come in to, te- to, to judge a tech podcast, <laughs> yeah. and you've gone, what the hell <laughs> what are they talking is about? going on here? Yeah. Well, this could be very well someone's first attempt at listening to two blokes, and possibly their last, but... Well, it was great. Thanks for being with us. Uh, please yeah. buy some Arlo cameras and some Uniden uh, dash yeah, cams. Yeah, dash cams, absolutely. Um, that's, that's all we can ask, really. And we love your feedback. We always love hearing from yeah. people on Twitter. Love, love your ratings, reviews. I'll check those yep. out again next week. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, Stephen. I'll see you next week. We'll see you then. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.